Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. Roll. Uh, that was jamming hard, man. Put both mics on that. That was juice t- the volume up. That was, or the volume. That was uh, the two mic. Uh, I don't know. I was it was the, t- the D word. And I didn't do it, dude. The two mic D word. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. Rhymes with Mike. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Episode seventy. <laughs> don't push me, cause I'm close to. The ledge, I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> I want to open the show with this. I feel vindicated because there is a video floating I knew around. Were, knew you were going to bring uh, this up. Of a woman in a pool farting, and it is everywhere, and people love it. And For years ago, you, yeah. no, let me give the backstory here. Set it here. up. I didn't know if you were going to set it yeah, up. Yeah, years ago, I came up with an unbelievable business. For a, for a website called bathtubfarts.com. This it's, is where the world's most beautiful women are in a bathtub with an underwater camera and they're ripping farts. <laughs> this this was uh, proposed on a, a, a show called Boner City, if you're unfamiliar. Uh, it was almost like a Shark Tank-esque pitch. And uh, let's just say uh, it was not received well by 50% of the people that were on the show. Uh, I got one one guy to go ahead and uh, contribute some money to it, Andrew DeWitt. He gave you hundreds of thousands of dollars. He gave me nothing. Uh, so <laughs> I thought it was a great idea. It turns out that I was ahead of my time, but 
Also, maybe I was thinking too small. Maybe it should have been poolfarts.com. Yeah, well, you live and so, learn. Either way, I feel great. I knew it was a million-dollar idea, and now this video proves it. <laughs> maybe you should get in touch with the maker of the video and say, put the, give them the time-stamped quotes and say, hey, man, technically this is my idea, but if we just for, team up... Let's form poolfarts.com. Well, the only problem is bathtub farts. I would still like to call it bathtub farts. I just think it's a catchier title. It could be a pool-sized bathtub like in Pee-wee's Big yeah, Adventure. Yeah, it's like a huge bathtub. But uh, the problem is if I want to buy the rights to bathtubfarts.com, it's owned by somebody else from Boater City. Fran Lilac Incorporated. So he'd probably charge me $10,000 to say, get I'd say bathtubfarts.com back. I'd say a little higher. Well, especially now that evidently farting in water by beautiful women is a popular thing to do it's hot well maybe it's a trend though we'll see we'll see how hey what... i'd love to cash in on a trend <laughs> even if it's not here to stay i would love to cash in on a trend uh some quick news and notes from around uh the danish and o'neill landscape thanks to apartment a for the beautiful gif he made did you see it it's on uh twitter i retweeted it oh yes i saw both of them yeah he did one about blood sport and then he did one um, just about like taking from the Danish and O'Neill YouTube series. Yeah, the, I saw uh, it. Very nice work, saw, Apartment I A. I saw both. And then uh, Artie sent us a pic of a pickup truck with this written on the back of it. A nice. big sticker. He wanted us to read it. Not sure why. He just said it seemed like something we'd say. It said, born on a mountain, raised in a cave. Trucking and fucking is all I crave. <laughs> I like beautiful it. poetry. I like that's some good. That's a hillbilly haiku. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful poetry. Hillbilly haiku right there. Uh, and then wait, hold on, one more thing. All right, because we had a, is, we got a package sent to us at the comedy store. Really? And it was so big that they couldn't put it with wow. the other packages. And we uh, got a big package. Hi, the manager Eric told me it was up there, and I went because I go, oh, I'll just hold on to it. Did you bring a dolly? I, I, ha I almost had to. So I was like, oh, this is too big to carry around. So I was like, I'll come back and get it later. And I forgot about it. Is it, so, a, is it a drum kit? No, I don't know what it is. Is it Hulk hands? I didn't even see who it came from. So I don't know what it is, but don't spoil it for us because we'll pick it up this week. Maybe it's Steven Seagal in a box. I don't, it, he try, delivered himself to us. Yeah, it would be way bigger than that. <laughs> Maybe it's Maple. Send us a, a, an no, apology. Wait, how about some clippings of his number one on the side? <laughs> Maybe. Fresh off of a fucking haircut. So uh, real quick, you're going to love this because I know how much you love my sounders that I make. Uh, but hold on. This is an important <laughs> occasion. What's that sound? It's the new female fan alert. Yeah. All right. We're, dude, we're seriously, <laughs> I'm, we're done with it. I'm How serious. How dare you? Dude, this, we're turning into a hack show. This is a big occasion. We're turning into a fucking hack show. I won't be part of it. But it's a big occasion. I don't care. Carrie's a new female fan. I like fan. the stripped down. Of, I like, that's why I like podcasts, because it's just the stripped down bullshit from the radio that I might you have hear. To I might have to take a survey. I don't give a shit what people say. <laughs> I'm telling you, my own personal views. Uh, Carrie's a new fan. Besides, she, you're, you're going to get, this is only 20 people out of like 6,000 <laughs> that respond to it. Well, those are That's 20. not a good, they're taste, it's not a good poll. They're tastemakers. No, they, I'm sure they are, but it's only 20 <laughs> out of like 6,000. Anyhow, before I was so rudely interrupted, <laughs> Carrie, we formed the Baker's Dozen as our 12th female fan. 
She said she's not a fan of her boyfriend's current number one on the side hairstyle, but she is a fan of the Danny Shannon heel. Yeah, and then her, did her boyfriend chime in? Uh, he did. Yeah. We thought it was Maples for a minute. I believe her boyfriend's Bucky something. Oh, Bucky. Bucky. <laughs> you quack like a duck when you fuck. <laughs> you kick like a horse when you suck. Oh, Bucky. Uh, and then uh, Barbara sent me this. I'm not going to get into the article. It's just really one thing from it that uh, to take away. I guess the big trend this year for Thanksgiving is spatchcocking your bird. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> it's a cooking preparation. Spatchcocking your bird. Yeah. How do you spatchcock it? It's basically butterflying it. I don't know why it's called spatchcocking, but uh, that's the key to a good bird is, so, the, is a spatchcock. So the technical term for butterflying it is spatchcock. <laughs> Apparently. I don't know. <laughs> spatchcock this motherfucker. I guess. I'm deep frying mine, so. Really? Yeah. There's no. Uh, the deep fryer's coming out of the closet? It's, it's coming out of the closet. It's gay now, and it's ready to deep fry some turkeys. You haven't deep. Uh, did you deep. We didn't deep fry it last year, did they? No, a couple of years. Uh, it's I, been a little while. I've deep fried it maybe like three times before. My doctor told me my arteries were especially unclogged and that I should probably eat some more deep fried food. <laughs> well, so I'm in luck. Get ready for some fucking <laughs> serious heart problems that <laughs> come Friday. It's the pre this is the pre Thanksgiving episode of Danish and O'Neill. Yeah. This for is, those Americans out there, for you uh you Brits, you Aussies, people in Denmark, Holland, Hong Kong. This is where we uh this is where Christopher Columbus sat down with the pilgrims. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, I don't even know what is it. The pilgrims sat down with the Indians. What's the real story? I know the bullshit they fed us in school. Oh, I don't. There, I don't think there is a real story. They just claim the the Native Americans sat down with the pilgrims and had a beautiful meal, which I don't think ever happened. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying I something something went down there that they're trying to cover up with. When did they watch football and uh, have oh, a parade? Said, yeah, they were. They used to use the old uh, corn on the cob. They'd throw it. The old like corn a, maze, like a. Football. Native Americans played lacrosse back in the day. Did they? They did, a form of it. I. They also used to play high lie. I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah, didn't you ever see the old Native American high lie rackets? Scoops? I did see this today. Uh, the, it was raining in L.A. today, which is a very rare occasion. I love it because it sends everybody into a tizzy. Hey, well, the two people I saw, I did. I was in a store. Uh, I saw a six foot six man, approximately. I did not measure him. Uh, he was in a camo onesie, a legit onesie that fit him. Like uh, coveralls or like? No, like a onesie, <laughs> like pajamas, like a one piece. Did he have footies? Uh, he was wearing shoes, so I don't know. But it was... How can you walk outside like that? And then another guy in like Ugg slippers with fur. And I was like, these, these, the rain's really bothered these people that much? Uh, he was in like pants, I think. So what not, these, seems like Uggs would be the worst thing ever to wear in the rain. Uh, it's yeah, like a wet they, dog. They, yeah, I don't know. It was very odd, but... Well, good luck to them all in the future. Yeah. And then uh, while well, I was in line at Rite Aid, I overheard two British girls having this uh, fascinating conversation. Uh, the one girl was like, there was a guy sleeping so close to me in bed. And like put her hands like, this was, the, this was me. This was him. And then he farted on me. Oh. And I was like, what? <laughs> and the other girl was like, was he asleep? And she's like, yeah, I hope I'm not doing that while I'm asleep. Yeah, you are, lady. I got news for you. <laughs> and then the other girl said, you know who's a chronic sleep farter? Emma. She's the most disgusting person I know. 
And the other goes like, Wait. I'm crying thinking about Emma constantly farting in her sleep. <laughs> but this poor Emma girl, like, oh, I'm sorry, but these other girls might be filthy animals as well. They may be ripping them unless you, yeah. unless you leave. Maybe Emma eats a lot of dairy and it doesn't sit well with her. Unless you leave a live mic by your asshole while you sleep, you really yeah. can't be certain. Trust me, I don't like to wake up in the middle of the night because I don't want to hear farts coming from anybody. <laughs> I try to stay dead asleep. Why I do you... wake myself up sometimes <laughs> with a good old-fashioned ripper. Why don't you just sleep? And then you ever get that or you're just, you're just frozen, silent. You're like, <laughs> why don't you if just... I woke myself up. Why don't you just uh, sleep with earplugs? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the vibration of my asshole that's waking me up. There's a guest here. Uh, There's a guest here. Do you sleep with earplugs, sir? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Interesting. Do you have uh, any questions for, for the Magic 8-Ball? I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> um, yes. Well, he answered it anyway. The uh, Also, I, I wonder how long the fart is that would wake me up. Because it can't just be like instantly, why would I wake up? It has to be like long enough to disturb my sleep. Because well, then I can hear it. This British girl did not enjoy being farted on. The old farter. And I guess Emma, who still lives in the UK, because the girl said, could you imagine if she lived in L.A.? And I guess, what? what does that have to do with I it? I guess they don't think she's, oh, she, she's not up to their hip standards. Yeah, they don't want farters in they LA. They were like big. They look like they were like aspiring models from the way they dressed oh, okay. and carried were themselves. Were they attractive? They were attractive ladies. Younger? Older? Uh, I'd say younger. Man. One looked kind of like Gwen Stefani, that sort of style so, about her. Wait, they don't let farters into L.A.? Trust me, they let shitters. I almost stepped into more human shit on the side <laughs> of a fucking building. Maybe it was Emma. Emma. They you, let everybody Emma, in. Emma, you bloody fart. <laughs> what did you fart so loud? You woke the way up they, the said, they say fart like it's two syllables, which made it Makes much it more sound enjoy- classy. Farted. Like yeah. the real hard T. Very enjoyable. Well, Very enjoyable. More Speaking dis- of accents... We got to put Connie Mack. I mean, it's just the news stories have to stop. It's just a news story a minute. By the way, Fedor officially in Bellator, multiple fights, and Mitrione, yeah. February 18th. He, Fedor is fighting Matt Mitrione in Bellator. Actually, an intriguing bout. I like it. Uh, it's sad that he's not who, you know, he's not. Why wouldn't Fedor. he just go to the UFC? It's not for the Fedor like, we remember and love. Also, but. like to never step foot in the UFC, it's a travesty for the man's legacy. He just wants that cash. Uh, Nick sent this, old Nick Reznor. Oh, yeah. Is that uh, it's the MMA, MMA podcast? MMA hour, I believe yeah. it's called. This is an ESPN article, and he said he couldn't believe it. Listen Nate, to the podcast, people. He said, Nate Diaz, uh, he goes, this is the most coherent, and like he's making sense. <laughs> I watched the interview, no swears, because it's ESPN, unless they edited it out, and he was he's making good points. He sound intelligent? I wouldn't go that far, but he's making good points. So, do you have uh, some sound bites? I, I do. Nate's here. He's going to read some of his quotes okay. from the article. Do we have him? Uh, is he in studio or on the phone? He's via satellite, but he they uh, the Diaz brothers hooked up. A lot of people don't know this. Uh, what do they call that? A DSL line? Just because they were worried about sound quality. I don't know. what, what, is that, what is I that? think that's what it's called. I don't know what a DSL line uh, is. So I think it's a Diaz satellite Link. So it's a dick sucking link. <laughs> it's a Diaz satellite link. Uh, so uh, Nate Diaz, after Connie Mack's last fight, actually crashed Connie Mack's post fight party. Was it intentional? 
I believe it was. Or, he, I mean, like, Connie Mack wanted him there to oh, I don't create know, hype. But, no, but, like, they him. didn't interact and no scene was made. So I don't know if he just wanted to go, like, have some. I, I mean, there really isn't a beef between them. If anything, they need each other. Yeah. So, uh, so Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz, uh, I told you this. Uh, Courtney told me. She's an avid watcher of the Diaz Brothers Snapchats. Old Courtney. And Nate was upset that he, he was saying he could not get into Madison Square Garden for this fight card, <laughs> nor could Nick. And so they were outside. I, mean, I understand Nick, but Nate, I mean, did not have So they move. were outside trying to get in, and I guess fans on the Snapchat were chanting, wait, 209, wait a second, wait 209. A second. Did they think they were just going to walk in there without tickets? Yes. That's what the, okay, so why did they just ask Dana for tickets? I don't know if they like went up to an usher and they were like some guy working the door like, hey man, I'm fucking in the UFC, dog. And the guy's like, hey, I can't let you in. Oh, I think they literally <laughs> just thought, oh, dude, we don't need tickets. Like, fucking, we'll fucking walk right in there, man. We can fucking sit wherever we want. Like, just tell some motherfuckers to get up. And you know no one's going to be like, hey, you should probably call the UFC. I mean, fuck that fucking, I fucking fought for fucking Connie Mack, dog. I'm going to fucking just go in there, dog. It's like, no, it's, not, it's, it's run by different people that run the UFC, run the goddamn garden. <laughs> so they were pissed. Oh they couldn't get in. Somehow they did get in. I saw they had, uh, they were in box. In a box. In a box, yeah. Imagine being in a box with the Diaz well, dude, brothers. Dude, if you saw a Diaz, but what do they stand out there and be like, hey, motherfucker, you got you fucking, you got your, fucking tickets? You're like, what the fuck? Give me your fucking ticket, dog. Like, Dude, <laughs> I guarantee you, if they had hit up Dana or whoever you have to hit up, it's not Dana. I'm sure it's somebody at the UFC, but they're probably like, fuck them, man. We don't need fucking tickets. We just fucking, everyone knows us. We just fucking walk in there. Ari Shafir uh, had some tickets. Well, here it is, though. It says that he did ask Dana. It says Diaz was in attendance at the fight. There's no way that he asked Dana and Dana goes, you're telling me that Dana doesn't have an extra ticket? It says, but not at the UFC's request. Diaz, who, uh, blah, 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 asked President Dana White for tickets via text, but he was told there wasn't room. Oh, get out. Dude, I just don't believe that. You think that Dana's telling Nate Diaz. You don't think that Dana's like, hey, fuck one of these other guys that's asking me for a ticket. Well, I can get Nate fucking Diaz a ticket. According to Nate Diaz, that's the case. Here he is via DSL. Nate, are you there? Fucking, I'm right here, dog. Uh, here's what he said in the article. Nate, could you please read uh, number the first thing I highlighted on the paper there? As soon as uh, McGregor won, hundreds of people are turning around and staring at me. I'm like, hey, what do you want me to do, dog? UFC didn't even want me to give me tickets to this fight. I think they gave Nick Jonas my seat. Nick Jonas was in <laughs> he the He was cr- there with he, his wife. He was in the crowd, so Diaz wasn't happy about that. In a good seat. Better than Ari's seat. Uh, so, blah, blah, blah. He said, the UFC knows that's a bad idea for him, dog, about another fight. Why didn't I get tickets to this fight? I said, I'll leave him alone. I don't want to fight this guy. Just let me get a seat. Me and my brother, they didn't want to let either one of us in here. Also, why did he just go buy a fucking ticket? He made $13 million off of his last fucking fight. How dare you? He could have just—he could have put it out on Twitter or something, and people would have given but him a fucking. They did get in, just showing up. No, I know, but it just seems very bizarre to me. He says about the UFC, they want me—they want to hide me out. I think I—I I put him on more, put him on more of a pedestal than they already have. It's whatever, though. Okay, that's so he cool, cares, yeah. but he doesn't care. It's, whoa, what the fuck was that? That was a loud door slam. Was uh, that your door? Someone beating on the door, saying "Shut the fuck up." No, that's a fan. They've made it into the studio. Jesus, we need security. <laughs> Nate said, "People question me. Hey, when are you going to fight number three? I know that everybody needs to see that. If I'm going to do something, that's what I'm going to do. But I'm not begging for it. If anybody should be asking for the fight, it should be him. He's the one that has something to prove." And then he goes kind on. Kind of s- true. <laughs> he goes on to say, 
congratulations to Connor. He did a great job, got the two belts. But I just know that me and him both know what happened in our fights. And that greatest of all time stuff needs to just come to an end. I don't remember any of the greatest of all times getting worked over like he was in those two fights. It's true. So, Nate, making good points. Yeah, well, let's get. I mean, Conor McGregor's far from greatest of all time. Connie Mack is uh, so what? It's such smoke and mirrors, man. I've had also, enough of it. Who cares about two belts? I'd rather be Anderson Silva with one belt that I held for fucking like eight years. Well, now this guy. Who- also, sorry to Courtney because Weidman's out for six months. They say he might never walk again. <laughs> wow, really, really hitting Courtney where it hurts. But. uh now Connie Mack's not fighting until at least May because Dana, his protector, oh drop his, a belt. He's got his wife's pregnant and she gets stressed out oh when he God. fights, so he doesn't want that while she's pregnant. And now he's calling out Mayweather because he does not want to fight Khabib. He shouldn't want to fight Mayweather either. Mayweather will fucking destroy him. Yeah, but he'll get like eight hundred million dollars. I know, but he'll get. I mean, you do that, you lose that fight, then you go fight Habib. Habib beats your ass. Habib, <laughs> not Habib. It's actually Habib. Is it Habib? Yeah. It is? Yeah. That's real? Yeah. How do you know? Because I heard people saying his name. <laughs> Where? In a 7 look, look it up. <laughs> Go on YouTube and have some, listen how they pronounce it. The K is silent? Yeah, it's Habib. <laughs> You're really serious? I'm serious. All right. I I may be wrong, but I'm telling you, I heard two notable people I just say call it is the, Habib. I just call him the eagle. That's his I used fighting. to think he was the suplex master. But he's not. That's another Russian guy. That guy's uh he lost once and then he fell off the map, but he's been on a winning streak, I think. Yeah, so I think Connie Mack, let's hopefully not have to talk about this guy for a long time. I'm just by the way, every MMA pundit fighter, they're all like really sipping the Kool-Aid. It's insane. I know, but for me, it seems like a, a worthless accomplishment to have two belts when you haven't even defended either of them. Plus, and he lo- no one points this out, he lost to Nate Diaz, who's not the best fighter ever. And he almost lost to Chad Mendez. It's insane. On eight days' notice. It's insane. Two weeks' He's notice. He's going to get caught, so enough is enough. Just shut the fuck up. Well, he just needs guy. to get whipped. You need to have Habib come in, take him out, and let that be that, and then have him go back down, have Aldo knock him out, have fight Mayweather, have Mayweather knock him out, <laughs> and then you're done. Then it's over with. Uh, this article was sent to me by Barbara, and uh, we don't usually talk politics. This is I don't think this article really, the core of this is about politics, uh, personally. We're not going to take a stance on it, but... I'm taking a goddamn stance at the end. It's uh, This is going to really get the air raid sirens going, I think. This is from USA Today. Um so this is fa- about fallout from the from the election. And uh, so many colleges and universities are up in arms over this election, mainly this, the students. This doesn't involve Plato, does it? It may. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I've already was going crazy about this. Uh, so Donald Trump won. We all know that. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? No news way. Alert. Let me play the news alert. Wait a sound, second. The sound effect. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, breaking news. Spoiler alert. If, you're, oh, if you just man. woke up from a coma, I'm sorry. I thought it was Ross Perot. No, he wasn't in it. He, <laughs> Remember when Ross Perot ran for president? He had president? some big motherfucking ears. <laughs> that guy was fucking great. You could titty fuck those he's ears. He's still alive, but he's just as fucking... He? Yeah. He's, How are those ears looking? I mean, they're drooping. They're I saggers. Think, he's got some real saggers. I think he should have accentuated it and just got earrings, you know, and just be like, I'm big like, hoops. Yeah, just like, fuck it. I have huge ears. I'm going to call attention to it. 
I don't think you didn't need to call attention to it anymore. <laughs> no, but that's like, hey, I'm cool with it. I'm he's okay also a goddamn it. billionaire, and it's so true. he doesn't give a fuck about anything. Think he's ear fucking women? I, no, I no, he's not ear fucking women. Okay, well, anyway. So, uh, most obviously, most said most progressives expected a Hillary Clinton landslide. Came as a shock to many. That shock seems to have been multiplied in acad acad what the f- academia academia. It just no. It just says a c a d e m e. No accent. Acad- Academe. How do you say Shinpai in English? Where few people seem to know any Trump supporters, or at least any Trump supporters who admit to it. The response to the shock has been to turn campuses into kindergarten. University of Michigan Law School announced a post-election self-care event with food and play, including coloring sheets, <laughs> Play-Doh, positive card making, <laughs> Legos, and bubbles with your fellow law students. Oh, my God. Yeah, embarrassed by the attention, University of Michigan scrubbed the announcement from its website, perhaps concerned that people would wonder whether its graduates would require Legos and bubbles in the event of stressful litigation. Oh, my God. <laughs> These are law school students. That's grad school. They're in their 20s. This is insane. You're going to be a lawyer, and you're playing with Play-Doh and blowing bubbles? I don't give a shit if it's fucking the worst thing that you think. It's, a, it's an insane way to handle stress as an adult. What you need is a world war like... Our grandparents and great-grandparents went through because they weren't bothered by anything. They weren't bothered by a fucking thing because they w- they saw what real fucking suffering How looked like. How about the Depression? How about Viet fucking Nam? How I'm about talking the about co- the Korean War. Yeah, all, I'm, no, I'm talking about... How about... I'm talking... Look at World War Two. Yeah. That's a world fucking war. They weren't playing with Play-Doh. They were fucking just trying to make it work. Have you ever seen Little Dieter Needs to Fly? Warren Herzog's uh, documentary about a guy. I have seen Little Nettie Goes to War. No, this oh. is, I was just watching it. This guy, for like eight months, was captured. He crashed his plane into the jungle in Vietnam after it was blown out of the air. Dude, the shit they did to him was fucking insane. They put a bag of ants... Over his head. That's like, like Chuck fu- Norris. I know. Movie. That's where they fucking got it from. Missing an action. They were. They would cut his. They would cut his like arm, and then they would shove bamboo into it, like long shards of bamboo. They did the bamboo under the fingernails. They do Chinese water torture, dude. They did everything, and this guy's he's fairly upbeat. Look now. at John McCain. Whether you love him yeah. or hate him, guy was a goddamn POW. And he seems. I mean, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but. Seems relatively okay. How about the Holocaust? How about genocides across the world? Yeah. I mean, you're playing with Play-Doh over Dude, an election that didn't go your way? My, my grandmother had five little kids. The Nazis were invading Czechoslovakia. She said she had five children. People, she was running through the streets. They were bombing. People were jumping off bridges on fire, and she looked down, and they were still burning underwater. Craziness. How have we gone? I don't even remember Play-Doh after September 11th. Like, what does Play-Doh come into? Dude, because play? we've raised a bunch of fucking pussies, man. You want th- these people are going to be future lawyers? You want this guy in court? You want a lawyer to be a fucking bulldog, not some guy no, blowing bubbles? Because they're all narcissistic fucks that can't handle when they don't get their way. Whatever their way is, they can't handle any sort of obstacles. That's what, the problem. What could blowing bubbles, though, and doing this stuff do for you? 
I, I can't believe that there's people, grown adults, that are actually catering to this behavior. Why would it ever happen to just jerking off and try to get some good endorphins? What happened to go, oh, hey, who's president? Hey, you know what? Would be great. Let's get drunk tonight and maybe have sex with somebody. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You know, that's what that's what going to college was about. Whatever well, happened to what buying did you, a- What did you ever give a fuck who the president was in college? I, You know what I was busy doing? Buying cakes and throwing them out of six-story windows. And occasionally weeping because I was depressed yeah. at that time. I was busy showing my balls to everybody and getting wasted out of my mind and throwing up and passing out in the shower. Shame. I'm putting the whole Michigan law school it's, up for the whipping post. Them, though. Uh, but no, it isn't. But I'm it's, putting them up for the post. Put the whole university system up. Well, Stanford emailed its students and faculty that yeah. psychological counseling was oh available my, for, for those what? experiencing oh my God. uncertainty, anger. Anxiety and or fear following the election. So did the University of Michigan's Flint campus. How about you worry about your fucking water, Flint? But all that comes from, you know why these people get scared and stuff? Because they don't have a definitive answer on what's going to happen. And that's where we fucked kids of today. Kids of today can't handle uncertainty. But that's fucking life. Life is completely uncertain. And guys, let's not freak out till some shit happens. And when some shit happens, then take some fucking action. As Cypress Hill once said, when the shit goes down, you better be ready. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> They're blowing their load now. They're going to be fucking wiped out when they really got to get down the, and the good take news some fucking is, action. Is that even older pussies like me... I'll prey on these people. I'll outdo them in the apocalypse. I have a feeling. Yeah, you'll be eating these motherfuckers. They'll be below me. I'll at least the be hierarchy. above. I'll at least be above children and these people. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, even the Ivy League hasn't been immune to this. University of Pennsylvania, old Donnie Trump's alma mater, oh. uh, created a post-election safe space with puppies and coloring books. Puppies. They brought puppies. Where the fuck are they getting puppies from? They have a pup. They brought, they, they brought the pup. Say, hey, we get our emergency puppies out. They had to break a glass case. case. There's, There's a, a bunch glass of puppies case. running around bleeding from walking on the broken no, glass. They look so cute and so furry that you just look at them and you forget how every, you go, oh, everything's going to be okay. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you fucking assholes need puppies. To make yourself feel better. Jesus Christ. You fucking. There's goddamn people that fucking are escaping. Jesus Crazy fucking crimes that are cutting people's faces off. They watch their parents slaughtered in front of them and they fucking have to swim 50 fucking miles and they get on a rickety boat. Then they get turned away. Guess what? They still don't fucking stop. No puppies for them. There's no puppies. There's no puppies. There will never be puppies for those people. If you go to UPenn, you're getting puppies. Student Daniel Tancredi reported. I would quit. You know what? You have colleges (laughs) throwing money away, raising tuitions, and it's all on these goddamn puppies. It's the puppy budget. And uh, coloring books and Play-Doh. I picture a puppy closet. They open it up and they all just come out like, and they're wearing oh. clothes and they're really having a good time. I'm sure. It's, I'm sure a lot have sweaters or funny hats. Oh, clown hats. Yeah, some booties. <laughs> oh my god! What? I just don't. This is your concern as a college kid. You have nothing to fucking worry about right now. If you're worrying now. What happens when you get to the real world? You can't when get a shit job. Really goes down. Well, that's why a lot of millennials they say like want raises immediately, and everyone's like, "Wait, what?" And they're like, "Yeah, I'm a receptionist. I deserve a promotion." And they're like, "No, you don't, dude." Yeah. Well, you know what? The reason we have what's going on now is because we've built a society like this. It's just, uh, yeah, it's fucking crazy. So I it's can't the, wrap my head around it. This student Daniel. 
reported that the people who attended were fearful about the results of the election. And I guarantee if you call this guy Dan, he'll be like, it's Daniel. So what Danny said is, for the most part, students just hung out, ate snacks, and made small talk. <laughs> so what was the point of it? Couldn't you do that at home? Of course, that was in addition to coloring and playing with the animals. Oh, my God. <laughs> playing with the animals. I, <laughs> Jesus, unless these animals are licking your dick... What point is this? Daniel, get the peanut butter, let Buster lick your dick for yeah, a bit. Yeah, that'd be great if you walked in and everybody, <laughs> women are getting their genitals licked, dudes are getting their balls and asshole it's dick licked. It's just like a doggy orgy. Yeah, and I'm like, this is disgusting. I wouldn't doubt if that's That would get I, your mind off of it if you walked I, into that. And I walk in there and people are like, don't judge us. This is a judge-free zone. We need to do a Danish and O'Neill Beyond Scared Straight Millennial episode where we yell in Millennials' faces, you want to get a puppy, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> we just are killing puppies in front of them. Hey, We're Dan- snapping puppies hey, next. Daniel, kill the fucking puppy, Daniel. Yeah, my brother had to kill his own dog. My dad made my brother shoot his own dog when he was like 12. Old Yeller moment starring Steve O'Neill. Yeah, it turns out the dog was completely healthy. And Steve O'Neill just wanted to prove a point. Uh, Cornell, according to some, uh, I don't know what this is, something called The Fix, uh, say students held a cry-in. What are you crying about? You live, still live in the fucking best country in the world. As the and event- you're going to college, you assholes. You're, they provide you puppies and coloring books. You have not a goddamn thing to fucking cry about. As the event took place, students, roughly 20 or so, according to the Cornell. <laughs> it's a good turnout. <laughs> Daily Sun's video wrote their reactions and emotions on poster boards with colored markers. Or with chalk on the ground, a chilly day on the Ithaca campus at one point. The demonstrators huddled together as what appeared to be a barista brought them warm drinks. Oh, my. Were they all crying that it was cold out? I can't believe how cold it is. Several adults, most likely professors, stood around the group. The event appeared to take on the atmosphere of a funeral or a wake. Oh, my God. Uh, Yale had a group scream. A group scream? Yeah, they all got together, yelled it out. I, I would be so embarrassed. Apparently, apparently, Yale lost their puppies in delivery. <laughs> if they, if you, they probably have a picture of that, and I if... If I just happened to be strolling by and I was caught in the in a picture of these assholes screaming together, I would literally, I would hang myself in just my closet. Out of embarrassment? Yes. Not because you're jerking off like that? Well, I would say it was autoerotic asphyxiation <laughs> for the sake of my family. In the note? So it wouldn't, <laughs> just yeah. So, you guys know. so it wouldn't seem, you know, I don't, I want to save them the shame of that. <laughs> he was doing what he loved. Uh, at Tufts, which is, uh, my mom teaches uh, kids right around there in Somerville, Mass., the university offered arts and crafts while the uh, University of Kansas reminded students that there were plenty of therapy dogs available. Listen, we're, we're treating these p- people like we're treating these like students children. like children. They're children. And now they are and they are acting like children. Now, at what point do we say, hey, grab your fucking dick, grab your pussy and get off the fucking ground with that goddamn puppy and act like a fucking adult. Deal with what's going to happen. At other schools, exams were canceled and professors expressed their sympathy to traumatize students. Dude, I took a test. I, this is real. This is a, a 100% real story. I, during, I remember the day of 9-11. A lot of people do. Yeah. I, was, uh, I, had a, I had an accounting exam. I had a 9, 9 a.m. accounting class. And I went into, I lived in a house. I was a senior. I went into the living room. I turned on the TV. And I just had something on while I ate breakfast. And my buddy comes in. He goes, hey, man, turn on the news. And I go, what? And he goes, my father just called me. You got to see this. Turn it on. See it. And I'm like, holy shit. So I'm like, we like, I was like, we probably have class, right? And he's like, yeah. I was like, he's like, yeah, I guess. We go to class. 
I'm taking a test. And the teacher's like, look, I know something insane happened, but like, we're just going to go ahead and take this test right now. Um, if you want to leave, you can, but if you just want to take the test now and get it out of the way, you can during that test, or I don't, I don't know if it was someone in my class and someone came to the door or I just heard later that someone's both their parents were on one of those flights. It was in the class. I can't remember if it was in my class, like someone got called. I can't, you know, like things yeah. blur, but it, someone at my college when I was there happened to, and I took, we took the fucking test. But I don't see why wouldn't you take the test? These people are having tests I don't, canceled. But I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it's 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 an insane tragedy, but also, I, I what are you supposed to do? You just have to fucking keep going. That the whole point of that was to disrupt life. The, and if you want to win, you you don't let it disrupt life. Yeah, it's insane. But this, if, oh, if nine eleven happened now, like I mean, these kids would have to go home for forever. They'd have to. I mean, this is why they're living with their parents. They Old, can't uh, handle it. University of Michigan president. But also, this is the sad part is because now that robots, well, pretty soon robots will take over every single job there is because people don't need to work. Allegedly. With all this shit. That's allegedly. This is truth. That's allegedly. So this is what these kids are waiting for because they want to go to the uh, a base economy where you get a, a minimum amount of money every month from the government. These fucking kids would love that. And this is what we're this is what we're all going towards. After we die, allegedly, the, and we, no one's left to fight. <laughs> we're the last generation that will fight this shit. Uh, These kids are just gonna love it. They're gonna sit around, oh, play with, with their thumbs up their asshole, smelling <laughs> it when they pull it out, strumming the guitar, being a bunch of lazy hippies, playing with puppies. In an email to the students, University of Michigan President Mark Schlissel wrote our response the last name is schlitzel i believe it's uh comanche indian that's a that's a great last name hey schlitzel he said the old schlitzel hey schlitzel get over here by the way i read a book that uh referred to the penis as a meat whistle which is a really enjoyable term meat whistle yeah i find it uh extremely derogatory all right well i'm sorry (laughs) i like it more of a meat whistle Hey, that's what I said. Decent. It's a decent. <laughs> no, I was trying to repeat it. I don't find it offensive. I thought you were taking it. No, I was spin taking on it. it in. No, no, I was You're taking it You're just taking it around for a test I track. was getting ready to put a new spit on it, and then I go, meat whistle. <laughs> then it just, meat whistle came out. Why don't you wet my meat whistle? <laughs> why don't you give that a blow right there? Okay. You, Can you, you direct traffic with a meat whistle? <laughs> you could try. Hey, <laughs> depends how big it is, how powerful. <laughs> Uh, this Mark Schlissel, the meat whistle, said. <laughs> <laughs> what if he, is it because his, his dick is it's very small and thin? I think the hole's big, and it has a little nut in there that makes a noise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he says, our responsibility is to remain committed to education, discovery, and intellectual Dis- honesty. Discovery? And to diversity, equity, and inclusion. We are at our best when we come together to engage respectfully across our ideological differences to support all who feel marginalized, threatened, or unwelcome. Who doesn't feel marginalized? <laughs> we all feel marginalized. Everybody. There's not a person in this world that doesn't feel marginalized. So can you say like, hey man, I'm not getting a lot of pussy. Like I'm feeling really marginalized. Yeah. Then they'll say, we've got a closet full of pussy next to the puppy where we keep the puppies. No, I think they, what? no, they say we got some puppy pussy. <laughs> we got puppy pussy coming in. Why don't you just put two pu- two puppies together and stick your dick between them? Listen, I guarantee you, at some point it'll be like, 
well, okay, we're, the teachers are going to like be, it's going to be mandatory to fuck the students if they feel like they're not getting enough pussy. Excuse me, President Schlissel. Uh, President Sch- I would vote for <laughs> President Schlissel. I ate a bad piece of pizza in, in the, in the uh, dining hall earlier. I'm really feeling marginalized about it. Uh, is there any peanut butter and balloons back there? Or do you have any giraffes I can stroke? Oh. <laughs> you know what? We're becoming a, a bidet world. It's where everybody needs their asshole washed by a fucking tube of water because they can't do it themselves anymore. By the way, this is USA Today, and they they go to they take this to task. USA Today is not known for its flaming hot takes. They say when you treat an election in which the wrong in quotes candidate wins as a traumatic event on par with the nine eleven attacks calling for counseling and safe spaces, you're implicitly saying that everyone who supported that wrong candidate is, well, unsafe. Despite the talk about diversity inclusion, this is really sending the signal that people who supported Trump, and Trump is leading the state of Michigan, so there are probably quite a few on campus aren't really included in acceptable campus culture. It is not promoting diversity. It's enforcing uniformity. It's not promoting inclusion. It's practicing exclusion. And though it pretends to be about nurturing, it's about actually about being mean to those who, are, who don't fall in the nurtured class. Yeah. Schlissel wrote he wants the university to be a welcoming place for all members of society. But how welcome can students who back Trump feel in the wake of this performance? Absolutely. And also, hey, you assholes, it doesn't fucking matter. The system's completely broken. Whether you got Clinton or you got Trump, you're both fucked. It's a fucked system. It, fucking Bill Clinton's a goddamn flat-out private jets with pedophiles that was sexually harassing women and fucking... Alleg- they're all a bunch al- of fucks. Allegedly. They're all fucks. Allegedly. You can, to support any of them, you're fucking supporting a system that is completely fucking broken. We need somebody to tear it down. We need the system to be destroyed and it's going to be hell for like 20 years and then it's going to be rebuilt and it'll be good for about 100 years and then it'll be fucked again. But you need somebody that's going to destroy it. Every, all this needs to be destroyed. You're putting the system on trial. <laughs> I'm not putting it on trial. I'm putting it on destruct. Uh, Tear it down. It's fucked and broken. Do you agree with that? <laughs> He's being shy. Do you agree? Yes. There he goes. It took him a while. <laughs> Jesus. I oh, asked the guy man. a question. By the way, in the wake of this election... Everybody just needs to fucking... Just... Rip a fart, feel better, and just, <laughs> just watch. Listen to a story about people fucking horses, and you're all good. And you can listen to some Danish O'Neill. Yeah. That's the cure for what ails you. By the way, Barbara, following up on past stories she sent in, this is a good follow up. Barbara took the shot, uh, followed her own shot, and put this one in. This is four points for Barbara. Congratulations, big Mexican Barbara, BMB. <laughs> BMB. She's dynamite. <laughs> BMB. Her pussy is tight. <laughs> BMB. She ain't gonna bite. She blows my wheat whistle right. Uh, this is from Would you yeah. say wheat whistle? Yeah. <laughs> that a different- if you're gluten free, don't come around this wheat whistle. Oh, wheat whistle. So, yeah, it, d- it dissolves in your mouth. What about a pork pony? <laughs> pork pony. <laughs> you wanna ride my pork pony? <laughs> It's the other white meat. <laughs> oh, I got the other one white meat right here for you. Oh, man. So uh, Italy is really doing a lot to establish itself <laughs> we, we as should, the number one pervert country let's move to Italy. in the world. We might have the biggest podcast in Italy. Dude, it's unbelievable what they're doing. Their new thing is, 
hotels in the Italian city of Assisi, which is ASS, ironically. They're putting the ass. <laughs> They're putting the ass back at Assisi? Are doing their bit to boost the country's flagging birth rate by offering a free holiday to couples who conceive there. Shut up. So if you go there to fuck to have kids, you're going to Can't you just say we're going to fuck and not have kids there? Or do you, do you need to prove it? Ten and ho- then you get a refund. Ten hotels are offering refunds or a free future stay to guests who fall pregnant under the fertility oh roof campaign. <laughs> so wait, this is, what, this is the worst campaign ever. So you got to wait to get your money back? <laughs> Baby, I swear to God, if we do not get pregnant, this is going to break our bank account. Hey, are you willing to gamble? <laughs> no, I want my... I just want... They can watch me fuck once and be like, hey, look at this. No, here's what you have to do. Guests will simply have to produce a birth certificate to prove the baby was born around nine months after their stay. Right. So you have, you have, like a, you have a cushion a what little bit. What if he's a preemie? Or sheer. What if the baby's a preemie? Yeah, it's a preemie. Give him the money. <laughs> I guess either way, you could trace it back. But like it was two months early. I think take some pictures. Giving birth to a child is an act of deep love, which should be encouraged despite the multitude of difficulties in life. Organizer of the campaign said. So is it only for Italian citizens? I don't know. Local tourism counselor Eugenio Garducci, the man behind the initiative, said the aim was to encourage travel to the Umbrian town in central Italy. The birthplace of St. Francis. Not sure why that. It would be better if you just had women that want to get pregnant. And if you fly in, they'll have sex with you and you can get them pregnant. And there's no uh, financial liability there. They're trying to help reverse Italy's low fertility rate, which could be tied to them allowing guys to jerk it in public. They're getting their nut off and they're not putting them in their ladies. Lowering their sperm count. They also drink a lot. Yeah, Italy is the lowest birth rate in the European Union, one of the lowest in the world. Really? With only eight babies born for every thousand residents in 2015. What? Shut the fuck up. According eight to- babies to 1,000 people? Dude, they're not fucking hard there. They're, this is worse than Russia. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're slacking. They're slacking <laughs> yeah, with they're- the meat packing. They got too much pervy shit to do. I don't know. That's uh, what does what do they what do they credit this low birth rate to? I credit to jerking it in the streets. There's got to be something more to that, though. I don't know. Prostitution? I don't. I'm not sure. Watching mm. soccer? What's getting them not horny? Something about them not. They're really just not pulling their weight, <laughs> dude. They're trying to give free vacations to, to make you. Fuck. I'm gonna go and just produce a phony birth certificate. But I think they want you to live there. I don't think they allow. Americans. So this is only for Italians. It sounds like it because why would it? They wouldn't boost their numbers if you're fucking. There. Why no? But is it then? Is are they discriminating against the people that aren't Italian? We need puppies. I feel marginalized about this. I feel extremely marginalized. Why can't I fuck there? And get a free night's stay. <laughs> Speaking of marginalized. How's the continental breakfast? Is there any word about that? Uh, it says you can dip your baguette in all the creamy filling you want. Well, all right. I'm going to bring my, my pork pony. <laughs> Give it a ride. <laughs> Here she comes down riding my pork pony. Uh, this is a story that is fucking... Barbara sent me to this. No one has commented on this, which is insane, by the way. Because uh, do you remember a man by the name of Ray Rice? Yeah. You remember that he punched a woman? Uh, yeah. Is he, he's the one that knocked her out in the elevator, right? He, Not that, the that other is. guy. Jesus. And uh, there was a kicker for the Giants. He recently, uh, and I'm not saying hitting women is good. It's not good. Remember Brett Rogers from uh, Strike Force? I do recall. Hit that. his girlfriend. They caught him immediately. Well, uh, this is ESPN. Barb sent this. Uh, she was apparently perusing some sports, maybe looking at that ESPN Deportes, uh, which is sports in Spanish. Yeah. 
A uh, player for Florida International, senior, this is college, tight end, Jonu Smith. I'll be a judge of that. He's going to miss the remainder of the season after police say his girlfriend poured boiling hot water on him, causing burns to multiple parts what? of his body. According to arrest affidavit, Smith, an NFL draft prospect, so this guy uh, can't play the rest of the season, affecting his future career, suffered severe burns on his head, neck, back, a shoulder, and an arm. Yeesh. Mary Gaspar has been charged with felony aggravated battery. She's five months pregnant with their child. Sounds like he knocked up a good one. Maybe in Italy. Not sure, though. According to the arrest affidavit, Gaspar gave this account at Florida International University Police Headquarters. Uh, he said Gaspar and Smith argued throughout the day on October 31st, a little Halloween, about how much attention Smith was paying her in the relationship. While in Smith's dorm room and feeling extremely emotional and stressed, Gaspar told police she boiled a pot of water. Then she walked over to Smith and poured it on him. Oh, When man. Smith didn't react strongly enough for her, she started hitting him with her open hands, she told police. So she threw fucking water on him. Guy didn't do anything, and then she started trying to fight him. I blame the guy. He wasn't giving her enough attention. She needed a way to get some affection from him. Also, way, lady, bite the bullet. Get this guy to the NFL, and you'll be fucking set. You'll get plenty of attention from his financial advisors. By the way, she was arrested two days later. Took two days? Two days. Two fucking days? They threw boiling water on somebody. Also, it was, this guy's a pretty calm cool guy if he's like uh that wasn't cool he said the extent of the burns aren't known but smith's been uh seen back on campus even though he's not fit to play football so maybe she didn't let it boil enough maybe she threw some ramen in there that brought the temperature down smith's a four-year starter ends his career blah 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 and uh that's pretty crazy you don't hear anyone say anything about that pretty crazy look gentlemen if you're a young man out there not that women will go to this length, but you got to pay the right amount of attention or a woman, <laughs> so there will be repercussions. No, usually they leave you. You're blaming this guy? I'm blaming this guy. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no. Nobody deserves to get physically assaulted. It's crazy. This lady's fucking nuts. Dude, this- and hey, good news is you got a fucking kid with her, you idiot. What a mistake. Yeah. What a mistake. You're out of your fucking, you're tied to this lady. Unless that child dies. You're tied to you're the fucking boiler. tied to her. You married a boiler. Yeah, you're fucking, you'll never she forget. Should, she should have gone to Purdue, been a fucking Boilermaker. Well, she she's definitely Can you boiling. imagine someone throwing fucking boiling water? Jesus Christ, man. I don't think I'd be able to contain myself. You ever gotten like a splash of boiling water on you? It kills. Yeah. I used to, in the morning sometimes, I would have no pants on. That's, and you wake up with a splat, boiling splash and of water would like, I would hard boil eggs or something, and one time I got a boiling drop on my wiener, and I said, I'm done. <laughs> pants from now on. <laughs> Dude, I, I hate touching the hard-boiled egg before you let it cool properly. It burns your fingers. <laughs> yeah. Never mind a, a scalding hot fucking water. A big old boiler. Being thrown on your head like you're storming a castle and somebody's throwing fucking yeah, oil Yeah, what is this, you. Medieval Times dinner and tournament? This lady's crazy. She should be locked up, I think, for a long time. Yeah. She could have. She arguably could have cost this guy his career. And, and but again, I stress: great move, getting her pregnant. It's terrific. I think the thinking. real you, this lady was crazy. By the way, before this, the real warning like, is: this, is, this be, guy knew this. Beware of who you date. Don't get involved but with I guarantee crazy you, people. This guy's family life. I guarantee you, he has a psycho mom in there. You think this was routine for him? That's why yeah, I didn't react. He's, is, he's had the boiling water before, and his dad's just a browbeat motherfucker, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, by the way, uh, Barbara sent this. I want to get this off my docket. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but there's a toy Hall of Fame. 
There's a toy hall. Oh, I like that. And Wait, Rod- wasn't something recently inducted in the Toy Hall of Fame? Well, you're not going to like some of the entrants, I don't think. It's in Rochester, New York. Fisher Price waited years for this. The Little People's Day has finally come. You know those toys? Little people? Not. We're not talking Little People Big World. Uh, if I show it, it'd so be Matt like those Roloff little- is in, is in this <laughs> like those case? little plastic things. I'll show you them. You'll recognize them. <clears throat> They've been around since like we... I'll show you right now. They've been around since we were like... Little young. people. Yeah. Little P. So Molly, Zach. Yeah. Matt, Amy. Well, God, right. why can't that show still be on? Did you see that John Gosling from the, the eight? John and Kate minus eight? These guys, these little fucking things. I think they've changed. Oh, they yeah. like that yeah, when yeah. we were kids. Yeah, yeah. You could stick your little fucking pinky dinky yeah, in there. Yeah, I didn't stick my dinky in there. <laughs> your meat whistle? I didn't so much. Your pork, pork pony? pony? <laughs> I didn't put my pork pony in there. Uh, so, uh, six-time finalist for the National Toy Hall of Fame, tied with the Magic 8-Ball for the most, most, most nominations. Did you say the Magic 8-Ball's in there? No, they got the most nominations. Wait, the Magic 8-Ball's not a toy? Oh, it's you, a fortune telling machine. Oh, you think that's bad? Wait to hear some. Imagine of the eight balls in a toy hall of fame. Little people join Dungeons and Dragons, okay. and, the, and the swing. <laughs> just a swing, any swing, just the fucking the quote unquote, just the generic term swing. As the 2016 Hall a of Fame, a swing, a swing. Are you kidding me? Why you? What happened? A rope? You couldn't get a rope. What about rope? Is rope in there? Uh, Are you know. kidding me? They Let's put a see. fucking swig. They uh, put a fucking swig. The VP of product design at old. What about uh, a stick? <laughs> Did a stick make it in I there? I think mom's dildo got in there as, Dude, a, as a missile. Are you kidding me? This guy says it hugely matters to Fisher Price. We are Why? all big what? kids that work there, which seems a little shady. Why is it huge to Fisher? Nobody gives a fuck. Also, Especially when, had, when the swing is in your class. It's not ma- good. Magic 8-Ball and swing. Just <laughs> fucking generic old swing. A panel of experts choose the honorees from among 12 finalists. Uh, they announce the selection. That's like in court, That's just like, in, just like saying, hey, we're uh, nominating cake for something. Just gen- any kind of cake. You can play with a cake. S- a swing. No, I'm saying, but for something else, I mean, it's just a generic, a fucking, my mind It's is, like nominating a sidewalk. My mind is blown here for just swing. Because you can't buy a swing. And, and what I mean, I guess swing you can did buy they choose swing. to represent it's all swings? It's not even a swing set. It's just a swing. But what swing, did they have a picture of the swing that they chose to represent all swings? It, they, here it is. They just put this fucking <laughs> swing in a conference ballroom. Are you kidding me? That, that, that the fuck? <laughs> are you, you fucking assholes. You fucking bricks. Dude, I'm telling, fuck this place. This <laughs> yeah, place. You said you liked yeah. it. I told you I'll you were. i I told you you wouldn't like it. This is <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> you fucking swing. Just some, it's the old fucking just the, the the strap. Yeah. What well, what is it even made out of? Like a rubber Plastic strap? Plastic or rubber. <laughs> you fucking assholes. They announced the finalist <laughs> during a morning news conference. <laughs> How this, many people were there? At the Strong Museum oh of my Play. God. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say the Strom? I'm assuming that's somebody's name. The Strom Museum of Play? <laughs> Can you imagine being the reporter that gets this beat? They're like, By hey, the uh, Phil... You know, we we noticed that we saw those dick pics on your computer that you've been sending everybody. So your punishment is you got to go to Strom's. Uh, what is it? <laughs> strong, strong <laughs> museum, of strong play. museum of play <laughs> to cover that Magic Eight Balls get nominated and a swing. 
And a fucking swing. Hey, Roger, you're going to go investigate that. Uh, the cop who murdered his wife. <laughs> Phil, we're sorry. You got to go to the Strong Museum, dude. <laughs> Strong Museum of Play. They got uh, they got the sweet ass swing. Get some pictures of you on the swing. Also, what took the swing so fucking long to get in? How do, who is who is voting against the swing every year that it took the 2016 to get the swing? We have a black president, and the swing is just getting nominated. Other finalists uh, this year included, and, and I think at least one of these, if not two, are really going to get you pissed off. <laughs> it's worth Care Bears. I'll go with Care Bears. Rock'em Sock'em Robots took them a while. These are just That's, finalists. They didn't get in. Oh, sweet. Care Bears. Swing beat both of those. <laughs> Transformers. Wait, hey, no. What is it? Care Bears, Rock'em Sock'em Robot, Swing? Yeah. Is that the new uh, rock, paper, scissors? Transformers got beat by the swing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Transformers isn't in there? No. What the fuck is in there? Uh, Nerf foam balls. Didn't is, make it. That's a shitty, though. It's not good. Did make it? Did not. But that's not a good No, toy. but it's an iconic thing, Yeah, at but least. not as iconic as the Transformers, a fucking multi- No, yeah. Film but I'm franchise. Saying Nerf is- Yeah, I, 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 don't, I agree with that. Clue? That's a fucking board yeah, game. fuck Clue. Uno. Is that a toy? Uno's a good Wait, game. Wait, this is board games and toys? Pinball- not really a, <laughs> it's not a toy. It's a Just game. a fucking coloring books. Not a toy, <laughs> dude. Uh, you fucking assholes. Fuck this place. Wait, and lastly, uh, is this what won? Bubble wrap. <laughs> no, you did not. No. <laughs> did it win? No, that was just the final. Dude, you did not just say bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. You fucking. What about broken glass? I've I played seen... with broken glass. Broken glass. How about, hey, how about cat shit? I played with cat shit in our sandbox when I was a little kid all the time. What about cat uh, cat nine tails? You know what I'm talking about? It's like corn oh, dogs, cat tails. Yeah, you can whip. You call them cat nine tails. That's what I think they were called. Oh. Where I'm from. You yeah. whip. You'd whip. You could fucking make off. Uh, yeah. foam out of them. Or you would hit people. Yeah, you they'd whip the shit. They had a little point on the you end of them. You could take the dildo off and whip it at people. And I mean, then if you hit a guy in the head hard enough, part of it would fly off. The seeds would go. What about rocks? I threw some rocks in my day. Yeah. I'm not proud of it, but I did it. Yeah. What about eggs? Those are fun to throw at things. What about bicycles with pegs? What about uh, what about the the slow kid in your neighborhood, dude? The big wheel. <laughs> the big wheel better be in there. I think it's in there. I'm sure. Well, I don't know. Transformers. Fuck. How long are they waiting? Forty years. Bubble wrap. You really have the audacity to nominate bubble wrap and the swing beat. All the things I just Why named. Why do you put my dick in there? Because I played with that more than anything. Well, I was going to. I thought you were going to say children did, and I was getting ready to be worried about <laughs> no. you. Well, glad you glad you took it a different way. This isn't <laughs> bubble wrap. These fuck these people. I don't even understand the point. I should. We need to put a phone call into them. And made, it's a good idea. We need a complaint. We need to the HR idea. department. It's a good idea. Uh, what was your favorite toy as a youngster? While we're on the top, did you have one? I loved Lincoln Logs. Uh, I also the loved ones, the ones you made in the toilet. Yeah, I loved remote <laughs> control cars. I had a Bigfoot uh, thing that anything that had a motor that would I could drive. You was also awesome. love Ninja. Uh, well, uh, well, those, those count as toys. The, those are weapons. <laughs> I think they, they could let them in. Yeah. How about a handgun? <laughs> I did. Uh, I don't. Know. I loved guns. I, I mean, didn't really. Uh, oh, I had a lot of wrestling figures as a youngster. Okay. The old school That's ones. Good. Uh, but other than that, I didn't. My brother and I would mainly. But throw like you toys. had action figures. Like, a little bit. I, I had. I liked masks. Never had GI Joe. Never I had, had really a few. Transform. We had Star Wars toys. I had Transformer and I had He Man. 
Never had He-Man. We had Star Wars, the original, the big Darth Vader collector. Uh, well, you know where you guys went wrong is you didn't have Christmas. No, we had Hanukkah. So you don't so, really get a lot. Yeah, yeah you, you have to kinda, wait for your birthday. I got two. You get gypped with Hanukkah. Yeah. Don't, also, I mean. Don't be, don't be lied to out there, Jews. You get gypped by Hanukkah. I was a big I was a big bicycle guy and stuff like that. And I also, I liked airplanes, so I made like 50 airplanes myself. My dad wood. occasionally would take us to a field and shoot off those rockets into the air. You know, those like nerd... Uh, Bottle like, rockets? Mis- no, like the Mr. Wizard ones. Oh, okay. That's like cool. Super high yeah. My I, brother doesn't remember it ever happening. I had to confirm with my father. He's like, yeah, I used to take you guys. To I had it. a rocket kit. The problem is you have to you have to like reload those. and like, yeah. They're good for like one and done. Yeah, and you have to like find... They went high up. Yeah. It was pretty uh, impressive. By the way, if you want to know how these toys get in, they're honored for their longevity and ability to foster learning, creativity, or discovery through play. What's what would bubble wrap do, dude? It's creativity and discovery. What, pushing it in and popping it is creativity for the museum. The annual induction kicks off days of celebration. Days, but, wait, days. Yeah. What is there to celebrate? <laughs> what are you fucking? <laughs> People want to celebrate People the swing. Hey, everybody, hey, everybody gets a turn on the swing. <laughs> go on that swing and play with the puppies. How many millennials came here? I'm sure they flocked. Oh, do you remember when you first learned how to pump on the swing? You didn't need someone to push you? Oh, it was groundbreaking. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, fuck you guys. I don't need anyone. Because I used to be like, push me, push me, come on. By the way, how many swings? Swings are evil. How many arms have they broken over the years? People jumping off. Yeah. I've, I've, I saw Dude, some myself during uh, recess. I used to be a big fan of the get as high as you can and jump off. You know. Yeah, was big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know it's shocker. Uh, for the museum, the annual induction, uh, it draws visitors, creating last year 1.5 billion media mentions for the local Whoa, institution. 1.5 according That's to them. lies. <laughs> Li- it's lies. For companies such as Fisher-Price, it is recognition and reinforcement that what you're doing matters. What? How about the fucking big old paycheck you get, you dickheads? <laughs> How about that? You need the strong museum of play to fucking vindicate your life's work with toys? Give me a break. What is this? Says, How does this uh, exist? Jeremiah Lighthouse. That's a real name. This guy, Native American. You ought to get together with Schlissel. Schlissel. Was at the museum Thursday with his wife and his 11 and two and a half year old sons. Wait, what, what, you're bringing your kids here? They have a membership. Oh, you get out of here, you <laughs> fucking dickheads. And they were planning to visit anyway, but made sure to stop in time for the oh announcement. Oh, my God. Oh, oh yeah, This whole family is. These are the kind of assholes that find razor blades in their candy because oh. they're looking for attention. Old Lighthouse said all were toys they have around the house in some fashion. By the way, look at this dais. And then look at this little girl just off to the side. I was swinging. <laughs> oh, dude, this looks like some bizarre Christopher Guest movie. Doesn't that look like a Christopher Guest collection There's of characters? a guy characters? who looks like he's in a cape, a guy in a Flash Gordon shirt. Like they, None of them dressed up for it. A guy in a fucking plush suit dressed and, as a... But then, but then it's, it's, a, it's a very dark room. There's black drapes everywhere. And then there's a swig with a spotlight on it and a little girl sitting <laughs> on it. It's very, it's like a performance art piece. Uh, old uh, Lighthouse, he's 35, said, I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons until I was an adult. Oh, you? No way. <laughs> he thumbing through one of the books at the museum. He still has some of the books at home. And the announcement sparked an interest for 11-year-old Christopher. He wants to learn to play it now because the museum said it was cool. Hey, I got news <laughs> for you, Christopher. If I were you, I would run away from home as soon as possible. Get some real life experience with a bunch of hobos down at some train tracks. Wait, did you say homos? Hobos. Oh. What are you saying? I'm saying hobos. Bunch of hobos will teach you how to fight, fuck, and cook beans on a fire. And fart. 
Uh, the announcements always held the Thursday after Election Day, a fine tradition, particularly this year. Oh, my God. <laughs> Old Lighthouse. I hope, I hope Trump closes all fucking play whatever these things are. Old Lighthouse, fames. Lighthouse said, I think more people have to play with some toys and get their mind off the election. I'm fine with playing with toys. I have I like I enjoy toys. By the way, last year, if we need to get year by year what gets in. If someone can find that cuz I'm too lazy to look it up right now. Uh last year, people that are things that got into the Hall of Fame were the puppet. <laughs> place open two weeks ago is it just a sock i mean how are they but everything they're behind behind the puppet by like two thousand years the puppet the super soaker squirt gun that i can get behind and twister but how does the puppet get in how is twister a fucking dude i'll take twister over a fucking puppet dude I'm oh, not puppet. your puppet. Even though I will say I had puppets growing up. Really? Yeah. I had this fucking per- a doctor with like, he was bald on top with hair and he had glasses on. Did you, uh, these re- are all, I got all these from in in Germany. And oh, I also had oh, a. Me- so it was a Nazi. It was like, yeah, Dr. it was a Nazi doctor. Mengele. It was Dr. Mengele. Jesus. No, it was that. What are you talking about? How dare you? And I also had a marionette puppet. Like a who <laughs> knew you were a real puppeteer? I got that dude. in Yugoslavia, uh, which doesn't exist <laughs> you're, anymore. You're a real European fucking yeah. puppeteer, dude. And uh, puppets are bigger in Europe than they are in the you US. You saying size wise? <laughs> yeah, they all have bigger dicks and tits. <laughs> is that true? Hold on, let's ask somebody who's here. Is that true? Yes. Well, he agrees. Man, listen to that labored breathing. Well, he is in labor. He's like this. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of labored breathing, uh, we can close the show. I don't know how we're doing on time with this. Yeah, we're about ready uh, to get out of here. Who Let sent me this? Let me see who sent me this video. I don't want to. Oh, I got to talk about some coyotes. I had a situation uh, oh, the other boy. night. Here we go again. Uh, uh, who told me? Someone sent me this. Fuck. Why didn't <clears> I write this down? Tell me who you, who, who, if you want credit, tell me who it is. I forget. By the way, White Bread's really been blowing me up. I'll get to some of your stories, White Bread, but he sent me about 800. It's really, really after Barb's goat. Really trying to put her goat in a fucking taquito. Get that goat, Barbie. So somebody sent us a story I showed you about uh, one of the best martial artists I've ever seen, a man by the name of George Dillman. Oh, yeah. Dillman. Who sounds like a guy that Dice would have bullied in school. Hey, Dillman, catch this in your yam bag. And then punched him in the ball. Bag. Dillman hung out with Lighthouse and Schlissel. Schlissel, Schlissel Dillman, and Lighthouse. Hey, Schl- Schlissel, Dillman, and Lighthouse. Get over here. It's time to get your ass kicking. It sounds like a gym teacher like would hate all three. Hey, Dillman, you're going to wrestle Lighthouse. I don't care if you're best friends or not. And Schlissel, Schlissel. You're going you're gonna to watch make sure no funny business happens. Hey, Schlissel, stop playing with your meat whistle and get over there and fuck hey, with Dillman. Schlissel, let's bring your pork pony over here. Dillman? Hey, Dillman, I'm, I'm, you're in the shower. I don't even see you washing your pork pony. <laughs> your pork pony. So uh, Dillman, uh, Dillman, we saw the video. It was a National Geographic <laughs> what show. about a beef pipe? Beef pipe that one that got into last year's it got nominated for the Toy Hall of Fame. A beef pipe. A beef pipe. A beef pipe. The, be, uh, the beef pipes that are tied with a string. They were nunchucks. A little beef pipe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what kind of nunchucks did you have? Oh, I had two beef pipes attached to a rope. That guy's the beef piper. Got a line of people behind him. 
Oh. So Dillman uh, was on this National Geographic show, and it was all about him saying that he has <laughs> he has chi, and he can knock people oh, he's out got chi, with, right. chi, with chi strikes. He got this, I think he also has cheese in his tits. <laughs> he's fat. He's got cheese tits. He was a fat guy. Fat. Not, why are all these these fucking guys claim they're great martial artists that they're the biggest? Most out of shape pieces of shit I've ever seen. There's life. nothing better to me. I don't know what my fascination is with it. I don't know if it's just that I love martial arts or I find it amusing or both. There's nothing better than martial art quackery. Just yeah. these guys who were fucking charlatans and assholes. Well, this I told you because I used to get Black Belt Magazine all the time. I remember this fat fuck on the cover of Black Belt Magazine. And it turns out he was like the instructor of the year in the 90s. He's in the Black Belt Hall of Fame. So Dillman says he can uh, basically do like the street fighter. He can throw, for, like you don't see anything, but he can throw chi like that. We well, can throw the chi ball at like you. Like the can. He can throw it at you and knock you out. He can do touch knockouts, but he can also do a no-contact knockout. And he can also, uh, he said, he can get behind a sheet. They had one in his dojo, and he uh, moved like a line of 10 people. He pulled them towards him, and he said he does it at Starbucks all the time to uh, unsuspecting people, and they look back, and he looks back because he doesn't want to be known as the guy doing it. <laughs> no, yeah, he, sa- he said he moved the whole line. And everyone's yeah. like, whoa, what was happening? So old, so old Dillman, uh, the, the essence of the show was, um, it was like a nine minute clip. I'll post it in the show description. Uh, they bring in these scientists. One guy looks like a younger Al Pacino and he tries to take Dillman's star pupils, uh, knock cheese. Chi, no, he didn't touch him, but he was just giving him chi to the head. Also, Dillman can't do it himself for legal Too reasons dangerous. because he has put a number of people in the hospital. Yeah. So Dillman, uh, so they do the, they try the test on the guy and absolutely nothing happens. Of course, here I have some sound bites from Dillman and I think they're worth playing. They're not going to be long. Uh, here's uh, Dillman. Also, this guy, by the way, is the style that he practices is, is Kempo or yeah. Kempo. Ken and Kempo are exactly the same. Here's uh, Dillman talking about his power. Come on, Dillman. I can put the largest person that you can find in the world, and I've done this, with that finger, I can put him on the floor. <laughs> with that finger. One and finger. And that finger was in his ass, and then he pulled it out, but imagine, and he lets you smell it, no, but it smells so bad that he passes out. Going out on that thought, imagine if he fingered a woman, and he gave just a little bit of chi, not enough to hurt her, but like just a little bit of chi to get her oh, really going. I, he definitely uses the chi in the sex. Sexual chi. Yeah, sexual chi. So uh, here's I, I supposedly some woman was standing in line at the supermarket. She had large breasts and he literally used the chi and took her shirt off and she didn't know what it happened. It better not have been Barbara because if it is, I'll fight them. I don't give a shit. If she, he she was standing there topless. She looked at him. He turned around like, hey, who did that? So uh, this is Dillman. Uh, this is him giving the chi. It's, we it, should just call him Dildoman. <laughs> Dildoman. Here's Dildoman throwing the chi. And this isn't a joke. This is actually from the piece. And you can verify this. Here's him throwing the chi. Here's what, here's what you, if you hear this sound, know that you're not going to remember much after the chi hits you. Let's hear that again because you can hear a man falling yeah. when he gets hit with it. Here it is again. Yeah. <laughs> well, sounds Jesus. like he fell into a row of. It sounds like he fell into a magazine rack. Powerful. That's what it literally sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> sounds oh, like. Oh, uh, man. 
So here's uh, here's Dildoman talking about uh, how powerful some of his demonstrations have and how he has to be careful. Pressure points can be dangerous. I've flatlined several people. Flatlined. He flatlined, flatlined several he people. Flat, he may have watched the movie Flatliners, but he didn't flatline. He's flatlined people. Also, he said... Don't you remember what he said? Well, first of all, you, you can you can defend against this. Here it is. Here's here's okay. here's Dildoman saying explaining why he believes the scientist who came in to try to take the chi why he was not susceptible to the chi. And also, do we have time to get into why it happens where your blood pressure goes up so high? Oh, sure. And then it goes down so low. Here's uh, here's Dildoman talking about why the experiment went the wrong way. The skeptic was un, was a, a totally non-believer, non-believer. Plus, easily well, def- say that on film. But if the guy had his tongue in the wrong position of the mouth, uh, that can also nullify it. Yeah, you can nullify it. You can nullify a lot of things done to you. In fact, you can nullify them if you raise those two big toes. If I say I'm going to knock you out, and you raise one toe and push one toe down, can't knock you out. <laughs> and then if I go to try again, you reverse it. If you keep doing this, I won't knock you out. What kind of piece of shit move is this? By the way, he says when you keep doing this, it, it basically you have one toe pointing down, one up, but then you have to quickly reverse it. Otherwise, he'll comes, get you. When he comes at you again. He'll get but you. He, couldn't he get you in between the switch if he was so good? For me, I, I would say, all right, I'm done. I'm walking away. And I immediately turn around, throw the chi when they weren't expecting it. And by the way, also, what, what, what position does the tongue have to be in? Worst move ever. You have to believe that this move is going to kill you <laughs> or it won't. Excuse me, sir. Are you? Hey, do you believe that I could throw a chi ball at do you? Do you believe hey, that chi can so knock you out? What's the point of this as far as it pertains to martial arts? What is the point of this fucking move? So somebody has to believe that you can kill them with this move in order for it to work. Well, and their tongue, even coincidentally. This such a cunt. This guy is the biggest <laughs> fucking, hey, dildo man, you're a cunt. I'll fight you anytime. I'll fight By you. By the way, he's like 90 years old. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he deserves to get his ass beat. I don't give, just because he's old, he can't be a fucking piece of shit. By the way, we watched some of it because we became enraptured with this guy. <laughs> we and we started cool. watching and he, he would All go to. demonstrations. He would go to hotel ballrooms, literally on carpet. I I don't know if I'd call those ballrooms. <laughs> Whatever, those like conference, conference rooms. rooms. Maybe even a hotel room where they move the beds. <laughs> and he's giving lectures. Yeah, the one where they have the, the rooms adjoining. He's giving lectures and these like shitty black belt guys keep jumping up to, to fucking, they're dying to work with the great Dillman. And Dillman fucking, he gives the tap to the side of the neck and these guys are passing out like they were hit with my fucking what 18 guy, oh. volts. One guy, he, he, he has to get behind you when you get knocked out. <laughs> yeah, so like fucking marionette yeah. pumping you back to life. No, like you stick like his hand up your ass. Yeah, he like, he, he massages your nipples and then he like rubs your face, but he has you in a rear naked choke while he does <laughs> and it. And he's hitting your back like hard to like recharge you like, yeah, like hitting the back in the center like to get you going again. These like, stupid assholes <laughs> that pretend it happens to them. I mean, I think they're so brainwashed that they genuinely believe these guys are going to get murdered in a street fight. By the way, I saw a longer one than the one that was sent to us. It had like it was the whole piece on Dillman. Yeah. And it had one the, the scientist, not Pacino, but his partner. They both had Italian like I don't know his name. Yeah. Yeah. Like Leonardo of some, I don't know what it was. He said, he goes, the reason we wanted one of our own guys to test this is because 
These people are so open to the suggestions they're yeah. being given. He goes, it's no different weak than, than, hip, than the, the people who go on stage during hypnosis. You ever seen the people who are like, he's not, he can't be hypnotized. It's just because they don't believe. And the, the people who believe are the ones who are going to do what they're saying. They're and they're weak. like, can you believe that? I was, I was acting like a chicken. And it's because they wanted to believe so bad that they're, this existed. They're, they're, they're the same people that go to cults. Same people that move the Ouija board. Like, oh, we're being talked to. <laughs> I do that. I mean, but you do that as a joke. I'm no, saying people... I, so I believe it moves. <laughs> so, dude, you're susceptible no, to doing I know nobody's, somebody's moving it. Listen, these guys are all weak pieces of shit. If you if you let Dildoman fucking knock you down with his chi, and you know what, you deserve to get raped by. But you him know what's dangerous? You deserve whatever happens to you. You know what's dangerous? He, he should fondle you then. I think though, if you deny him that he, because we saw, I think he would go. Remember, we saw someone get punched in the stomach hard. I think if you deny it, they're gonna try to knock you down with. Well, force. anybody who stands there and gets punched in the solar plexus is gonna fucking drop. But I'm saying though, like if you deny one of his neck chops. I'll take a neck chop from Dildo Man. <laughs> hey, Dildo Man, I issued a challenge. But then again, though, hey, a neck chop is a legit move. No, but he, he dude, he was doing those taps. Like he's just well, tapping. I could take a Dildo Man tap. So I, he, a chop to the neck. Well, I don't know because let's hear where Dildo Man. I had to, I had to look through many cliffs to find this fucking thing. Here's Dildo Man talking about a fateful trip to Finland. And what happened? <laughs> the birthplace of martial arts. Here it is. Dildeman talking tough to a conference. Notice oh, the people man. dying laughing at some of Dildeman's great jokes in here. Also, people that are easily, easily <laughs> manipulated laugh at shitty jokes by who they perceive to be powerful people oh, they to win favor with said master. Dillman's a god to these people. Here's Dillman. I went into Finland and... and we had 180 people, and I think I knocked out like at least 100. Did I not? Yes. By the way, does he not sound a little bit like the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket if he was like calmer? No. You don't think so? No. Oh, I hear that. He, uh, what, uh, I just can't compare a fucking great actor slash. <laughs> no, just voice, not anything. American hero. <laughs> To this fucking piece of shit. So he went 100 of 180. Not bad day for Dylan. Yeah, what? He's better than that old guy who was throwing people with his cheek. It's a lot of knockouts. 200 no. Here's Dillman. Uh, he didn't appreciate the finish questioning his abilities. Oh, my God. man picked me up at the airport, his instructor. And he said, well, Stop to me for on the pause way to- for a second. What you're hearing there is. is there's a, a cadence of, of a person that, for power, like a drill sergeant has a cadence you think that Dillman is easily studied? obeyed. Yes. I think this is all part of his technique of convincing people and manipulating the weak because he speaks in this cadence, similar to a, a drill instructor will speak in that sort of cadence that you, you fall into that rhythm and almost becomes hypnotic. Are you saying he's a fraud? So I don't know if I, uh, I don't know if I'm willing, I don't want a lawsuit. I don't know if I'm willing to say that yet. All I'm saying is, <laughs> hey, Dildoman, I'll fight you. Here's Dildoman. I rewinded it a bit just to capture anything we missed. Here we go. Instructor. And he said to me on the way to the seminar, he says, We have 180 people. And he says, What will you do if somebody picks on you? I said, What? <laughs> he said, This is a true story. What will you do if they are going to do and attack you at the seminar. I said to him, how close is your hospital? (laughs) What do you mean? I said, from the seminar to the hospital, how far? 10, 15 minute drive. 
I said, good. If they attack me, you'll be taking them to that hospital. So be ready. Oh, oh, Dillman. The gauntlet has been thrown. <laughs> Dillman. Hey, I want to take a cheat ball from him. Yeah, good luck. I want to take a chi ball. By the way, in the video, he had a little kid forming a chi ball, and he said, "If you put your hands in between his hands, so he was forming it like a snowball, but there was nothing there." He said, "You put your hands in the middle there, you'll feel it gets hotter." Yeah, between his hands, because your hands, your body gives off heat. You stupid son of a bitch. Then the kid threw it to a grown man who reacted <laughs> like he was in an improv and then that class. That man started humping it. <laughs> I'm fucking the chi. Yeah. It's, wait, maybe this is all just improv class. By the way, so I was touched by Dillman, not literally, <laughs> metaphorically. Allegedly, allegedly touched by Dillman. He didn't knock me out. You were allegedly touched allegedly, inappropriately well, by a chee ball that he threw. <laughs> he threw a chee ball. I'm suing him because he threw a chee ball at Starbucks and hit me in the back of the head. One time I was eating, remember cheese puffs, the balls? Yeah. I was eating those. Were those planters? Who made those? Planters what? did make some. I, I'm sure they had other brands. But I used to eat planters. They we came in the big tall cylinder. Bring them to the beach. Beautiful. Oh, the yeah. Beach. And then they fall and then your oh, seagull picks sandy. them up. But uh, I once, I was eating. <laughs> I, why aren't those in the tall Toy Hall of Fame? <laughs> I was eating cheese balls. You know what should be in the Toy Hall of Fame? If the fucking bubble wrap, uh, the roll, uh, when you're done with the. What? Uh, Wrapping the wrapping paper roll. Oh, yeah. You fucking whip you can, your yeah. brother. Then it turns into yes. nunchucks because it breaks yes, in the middle. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's the. I would get that over swing. You could yell through it. You could yeah. make it a fucking uh, a telescope. You could spy on your hot neighbor, the, allegedly. The it was endless. You had endless fun with that at, oh, at Christmas or last, birthdays last or whatever year, it was. Time. Yeah, I, some years I wish I just got that. You know their slogan for the tube is "It lasts you a long time." <laughs> you could try to put your dinghy dinghy in there. Hey, it lasts you a long time. <laughs> so uh, I was I was really mo- motivated by Dillman. I went to his website, which is still up. I think it was last updated in 2012. Uh, no, it, dude, it, that thing was created in like '99. <laughs> it's like a WordPress fucking something. Dillman has about a list of like 50 plus dojos that are affiliated with Dillman. And I started, I wanted to inquire, where can I learn how to learn some Dillman techniques? There's some in LA. So I did not call any of the ones in LA, but I placed a call and what transpired is a fairly odd experience. And we could talk about this guy's bizarre answers uh, after the the call. Here it is. Here's me calling, inquiring about where I can learn the Dillman techniques. Hi, is this uh, the dojo? Uh, it used to be, but we're closed. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. No problem. How can I help you? Uh, the dojo no longer wait. is there, or it is... Paul, wait. <laughs> Shut up. But it's not... It used to be the dojo, but it's closed. By the way, he answered with a hello, so I was I was baffled. I was like, is this a dojo? Because I thought usually they answer... Is it called the dojo? No, they had like a business name. But then I'm like, so then in my mind, I'm like, oh, I, I called this guy. Like, is it his cell phone? And then, but then he's like, and I was like, oh, sorry. And he's like, oh, I can help you. And I'm like, wait, what? All right, keep going. <laughs> let's, let's retake. Is that the whole thing? No, it goes oh, Okay, on. okay. I was like, what? Hello? Hi, is this uh, the dojo? Uh, it used to be, but we're closed. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. No problem. How can I help you? <laughs> uh, the dojo no longer is there, or it is there? 
No, it's no longer here. But I mean, I definitely can recommend you to somebody if I knew what you were looking for or how to help you. Oh, I was just on George Dillman's website, and I saw this was a, an affiliated site. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, we, we closed down, but no, we're not an affiliated. <laughs> I mean, I'm still affiliated, but just we don't have an official score this anymore. This house? Okay, yeah, I was trying to learn, uh, like, cheese strikes. Oh, uh, yeah, no, we don't even teach anymore. Uh, are you a martial artist? <laughs> yes. What belt are you? I have a fifth-degree black belt. <laughs> are you a martial artist? I'm an aspiring. I have, uh, I have what some would call a bit of a weight problem. Uh, I swallowed a lot of pizza along with a lot of aggression. You so I'm trying to get back into shape. Oh, I gotcha. Um, do you know, does George Dillman still teach? Because I'd really love to learn from the master. No, he doesn't even teach anymore. Okay, well, I'm on a mission to learn uh, how to throw chi. Do you know where I could do that? Uh, are you here in Yuma still, or where are you at? I travel a lot, um, so I could really go anywhere. But uh, right. Well, if you really wanted to learn what what you're telling me, you'd really want to work on learning Tai Chi to help settle down everything, and it's great exercise, and it'll help you learn to move Chi. Okay, and then I could could I do like strikes where I don't even hit somebody, but I can affect them with my Chi? I don't know about all that stuff. That's like movie stuff. Okay. I saw uh, George Dillman did it. I saw it once on TV, and I really wanted to learn it. No, no, that's really crazy advanced stuff, um, and not very many people can really do it. All right, well, I guess I can dream. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, have a great day. You too. What a piece! He goes of from that's movie shit. stuff to wait. No, that's advanced. I just pictured a guy in like a closed down dojo. Dude, no, I picture this guy. The dojo was in his garage, and this is his home phone. Because this guy goes, "No, we're closed." Hey, I can help you out though. How are you gonna help? You don't have a fucking dojo, you asshole. I think he's like, "Wait, can I restart it with this guy's help?" He's a fifth degree black belt, and what? In dildo, dildo man, Kempo. Oh, that's movie stuff. Who says we this closed. guy's insane. I go okay. I go okay. Like you're off the hook. Thanks anyway. No, you go. You go okay. Oh, sorry. I go sorry. Oh, sorry. Goes, and then you're like, oh, and he goes, no, I can help you. How? Oh, you need a goddamn dojo. And then I go, well, I want. Why to is the phone still working? This I, was his home. Either home or cell. I think he. I think he had a school. It closed out, but he still lives in the studio. <laughs> he lives Christ. in the fucking. I pictured a guy dojo. in like a room with like some equipment that wasn't repossessed. He, he, yeah, he lives in the dojo. He has to. But he didn't even because you know remember when I said the dojo? There was a list of like fifty dojos, and I lost the place on the screen. So I just said, "Is this the dojo?" <laughs> yeah. The guy. Ah, uh, no, we're closed. I kept out. He kept coming back to that. Like, no, we're closed. I can't help. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's almost like thank God somebody called. I need a friend. I mean, what if he was? He was probably getting ready to kill himself. And he's like, I, say, I can help you. No, I closed. That's why I'm killing myself. <laughs> but I reminded him. It was like the good, and then like oh, the bad. And then we maybe closed. he's like, maybe you saved his life because he's like, there's still a guy out there that would like to take. <laughs> but, then, but then he dismissed the Dillman as that's just in the movies. Then oh no. That's for the super advanced. You can't do very that. Very few people. Yeah, very few people can lie like George Dillman. Did you like the John Candy line? I true it yeah, there. I he, did. he did not catch on to it. I didn't think he would. Not that guy. Also, old. This By the guy, way, he, he you got defensive tell this, when I asked because he thought I was going to trump him 
with more black belt. You, he was like, is that a presidential re- reference? It, it was not. He's like, are you a martial artist? He thought he was scared. Yeah, I think yeah. that I was baiting him into something. Yeah, because he didn't like being questioned. He's like, of course I am. I have a defunct dojo in the Arizona area. In <laughs> think Yuma, he, think he knows Sensei, Yuma News. Think he knows Sensei, Evan Kelly. Think he knows Sensei, Yuma Sensei, Kel, uh, Sensei Seagal. Pro- I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Probably, dude. This guy, come on. Think he's met Dillman? I should have asked. Yeah, you got any great Dillman stories? <laughs> What's Dillman really like? Was he a nice guy? Did you ask him what he'd do if anyone attacked him at your dojo? I heard he knocked out a hundred out of hundred and eighty people. <laughs> By the way, what those, truth those eighties were non-believers? I bet, or they had their tongues in weird positions. Uh, probably had their t- one toe up and one toe down, and then when he tried it again, they switched. <laughs> classic, yeah, classic trickery. I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can. What did he call it? Uh, I forget. Oh, I think a, he said defeat. I don't know. Or like it whatever. was. Uh, oh, uh, fuck. God, martial art quacks are just so great. Yeah, well, By most the way, of them are. If you watch MMA, you realize that the only martial arts you need to know, not only, but for the most part, are Muay Thai, boxing, wrestling, and jiu-jitsu. Yeah. You can throw in a karate every now and then or taekwondo as a base, but it's tough to well, use. Nobody's going to come in there with just that. Uh, no. It's, I or mean, you have to adapt But if you it. go to any dojo... In the Midwest or any town, small town, they're all quacks, man. But it's great, dude. And they're but I, I knew so many people that took martial arts at different places from where I did, and their fucking instructors were always like, "Oh, I got, I got into a, I fought like fifty dudes over the weekend, and all these just outlandish a lot, lies." A lot of them uh, knew uh, Bruce Lee at a point. Dillman said he or he, trained with a guy who trained yeah, under Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's fifteenth sensei was my sensei. Dude, the only way to get street cred in such a thick market with not a high demand was to have these outrageous bullshit lies like I mean, it would be like this guy different. won this guy i i remember another guy was like fought supposedly fought in underground tournaments and like it was cool. like he'll kill somebody i saw he got he sucks man and then like the the infamous myths of this guy's hands are registered with the local police because yes. yeah. he's too dangerous or the guy will <laughs> lie and be like oh i, I can't if i hit anybody Oh, Jesus. The cops will be here in a minute. They'll get double the punishment somebody else would because I'm so highly trained. I had a fucking guy that instructed me that said shit like that. But when you're a kid, you believe it. But there were adults listening to Dillman. Like when you're a kid, you're susceptible to that sort of bullshit. There's people, there's adults still going to the the strong museum of play. It's true. So Lighthouse and Schlissel. There's there's kids inside all of us that want to believe it. There are adults playing with puppies. I like how I told you to take Tai Chi. Take Tai Chi to learn how to control your chi first. Do you think I could call that guy twice also, twice a week and strike up like a really good friendship with him if I just talked about like just like hey I just want to call I would talk. like you to bait him into jerking off on the phone. <laughs> Jesus, like Christ. say hey my girlfriend's here wants to talk to you. Jesus hey how you doing? Oh, hey do you know Dillman? Why don't you give your number that like when he calls you you have a woman answer and it's like oh hey what are you doing? Well, what if I tell him to call me back and then when he calls me I'm like. Miyoto's dojo. And he's like, wait a second. <laughs> you have a running dojo. You should have left you know, I'm a competitor in Yuma. I put you out of business. I'm the one who took you What down. if you say that, what if you just felt bad? You're like, what's your address? I'm going to send you a check. Because I feel bad because I closed your dojo down. It's my dojo. 
<laughs> so this guy is a fifth degree black belt. This is answering dumb. calls from strangers yeah. off Dillman's website. Dude, it is it is home. I mean, that guy. He's, he's like, like I, what if he's like? I love the business number so much. I just want it to be my home phone number. Dude, most people. Your business sucks so bad that you could take your business number and keep it as your personal number and still not worry about people calling it. Dude, most people would hang up on that call within about four seconds. That guy, I could have taken that probably twenty minutes if I wanted. Dude, you should have spoken in the drill sergeant sergeant cadence. <laughs> and, and just had this guy have this guy fucking stab himself or something. Jeez. Here's what we need you to do. Uh, we're going to need you to grab a knife off the counter. Okay. So here I was in Finland. Man greets me off what the plane as a sign that says Dillman. I says, is that for me? He says, yes. Oh, no, no. <laughs> There's another Dillman coming. I see my friend Schlissel in Lighthouse. I said, hey, I haven't seen you guys in a while. What have you been up to? Would you nominate the swing, Schlissel? Uh, all right, let's just end it now. I got an email of the week next week. And I'll put, uh, I, I got to get to this coyote. I'll put coyote on. Uh, yeah, on my I was. List so uh, I was hunted by four coyotes the other night, dude. The the animal world. They wouldn't. They wouldn't leave me. It was, and I had no flashlight. It was about midnight, and I was on a trail deep in the hill, and uh, they surrounded me. So I picked up, I had to pick up a huge rock. I'll tell dude, you, don't, I mean, don't give it all yeah, up. Yeah. Don't bury the movie all with I had the trailer. Was my, was my knife. And a, lar- and a large rock. Well, well, we'll get cliffhanger. Did you have any bubble wrap? I wish. By the way, I was going to say martial art quacks were a lot like people who teach comedy with these outlandish yes. stories. If I knew this person, I could have done this. Basically, anybody that teaches, uh, not anything. No, no, no. But uh, what I'm saying is teaches hard to learn things. That, well, no, but, not but even that, that. that that didn't really accomplish. Like, there's high level trainers in everything. But you can be a college professor and not have accomplished much. No, no. But that's a. I'm talking a high level. Okay. I'm saying anybody who just opens up. A, if you do something where you could just open up a shop with no real credentials, like if we opened and teach uh, stuff, Danish and O'Neill pizza making place. No, no. Even that, like, but we have no experience in that. But I'm saying teach a skill. A skill. That's a skill. No, no, but but you have no credentials yourself. Fine, Danish O'Neill bartending school. Yes, yeah, something like that. <laughs> we have but even to... that, like, you really something that. Fine, Danish like, O'Neill gymnastics school. That, that sounds like a good business. You so have to yeah, be eighteen and over. And then we'll say we, we we used to train in Russia. You have to be eighteen and over. We've trained. We with trained P- Putin's grandkids. Natalie Komanichi was a, a good kids. friend of ours. We know uh, Bella. Lug- is that Bella Lugosi? <laughs> Bella Lugosi. I mean the uh, no, what's, fucking. What's the co- gymnastics coach with the, the horror movie guy from the thirties? No. What's the guy with the stash's name? Oh, dude, I you know I'm terrible with names. I don't My know. brain doesn't work. Remember that like gymnast that. coach guy? Yeah, yeah, the crazy guy. But we're not going to coach children. We'll coach women. And when you come off, we're going to give you a hug. <laughs> we'll give a lot of pats on the ass for a job well done. And not job not well done. And we'll show you how to do things mainly by grabbing your breasts and moving them around. <laughs> here, you're in this position in the air. You want to be over here. Did you know that I just found out that a third of all of the 7,000 languages uh, don't reference right or left. They re- reference direction. There's some language in Australia where they're like, uh, they're like, oh, why are you... Why why are you raising your hand southwest right now or something? What? Why are you raising your southwest hand up in the air? Hey, your bona it's crazy. Point, your bona points northeasterly. Oh, and when they say hi, they don't say hey, how you doing? They go, 
where are you? And he's like, I'm uh, northeast uh, right now. That's oh. how they greet everybody. You have to know your direction at all times. To What? Yeah, it's crazy. What, do they carry compasses? They no, just know. But you just make yourself aware of it because Where did you it's learn part this? of the language. Did you get a day-to-day calendar? No. I listened to it on the radio. You read the driving. Almanac like Steve O'Neill? Uh, no, I re- read the internet like Ryan O'Neill. <laughs> the Ryan O'Neill, the actor? Yeah. Oh, well, allegedly. All right, let's get out of here. Well, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, don't eat too much turkey. I'll be at the O'Neill residence uh, with the fire marshal because he's deep frying a turkey. <laughs> we deep fry outside. They got stuffing with... We don't deep fry in the bathtub anymore. They got stuffing with uh, mus- clams? Is with oysters. Oysters. <laughs> we call that the horny horny stuffing. And then they got and the then without got oysters. Regular. I go for the regular. Yeah. I say give me a dollar worth of regular. <laughs> <laughs> We're also invite we should invite him. Old fucking Gaylord Dingler. What I'm thankful this year for all the people who listen to the Danish and O'Neill, and most of all, the people who give us five star reviews with text messages. Some of you out there are still freeloading. You may be in the UK, but you're still not giving us UK iTunes reviews, and we know even in Australia. You're I'm thankful for all the people that over Thanksgiving are gonna talk to their family and friends about the Danish O'Neill podcast and Good get idea. them to tune in. Maybe play it at the table. If you if you <laughs> if you could give us an audio recording of you speaking to secretly record it and send it to us of you speaking about or mentioning Danish O'Neill in a casual conversation at the Thanksgiving air. dinner table, we'll give you a big shout out. And it will be on air. And we'll put it on air. And if you're from one of those families that's like an after school special and you go around and say what you're thankful for, like we're doing right now, <laughs> and you say the Danish and O'Neill and you do an audio recording, yes. it'll be on the show. Yeah, we will put it on the show. We, I'll even up We the challenge ante. it to you. We, the challenge well, we, I could even possibly, not definitely, I may allegedly... Mail you some stickers that I have here. <laughs> they don't say Danish O'Neill. They no, say voters. Exactly. They, they're not even from this podcast. They're from another podcast. By the way, I think. <laughs> by the way, they're not a, even from this podcast. That's our we merch. We gotta get our own st- stickers. We should get because uh, we can. Uh, that's one size fits all. True. But uh, and some beer koozies and maybe a duffel bag. <laughs> duffel bag. <laughs> I could use that at the Y. That By the way, Chris sent me. He said, I have to get to Y stories one of these weeks. I never will, but I should. Chris said uh, he has a gym situation. <laughs> this made me laugh on Twitter. He said, I kept my keys to my old apartment complex, and I used the pool. <laughs> what? <laughs> the weight room or something. And then he said, allegedly. like So he kept his old keys. Yeah. He goes to his old building. Oh. <laughs> he uses their pool. <laughs> I like the way you think. You said allegedly, which I appreciate. Yeah, I like the way you think. Allegedly, that's a good idea. And hey, you can't be prosecuted allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> For what? Hanging on to some old you know things? What? We need to get a shirt that just says allegedly. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Allegedly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, maybe 2017, we got some big plans. We've got a secret project that we're putting together right now. Uh, uh, I talked to, I reached out to Frank Dukes from Blood I Sport. saw that. Uh, no answer as of yet. That's a good get because I was obsessed with Frank Dukes in the Who 80s. doesn't love Bloodsport? 
I, w- I used to go to the library and I would look up shit and I would get Black Belt Magazine, anything that said anything about Frank This Dudes. is a man who fucking competed in a real life Kumite. Who wouldn't want to talk to this guy? He also threw the fastest. I don't know how they measured it. It was like 70 miles an hour. What, something. he threw a chi ball? <laughs> he had the fastest kick or something oh, ever. What about the chi? Quickest knockout in a Kumite. I don't know if it's been broken in other Kumites. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the last year. Oh. Maybe he could take us to an underground Kumite in L.A. Maybe he knows Dillman. I'm sure he does. By the way, Dillman may be... We have be, to find out first whether he's friends with Dillman or hates Dillman. Dillman may be Dillman. out of Indiana because there's a lot of dojos in Indiana. I told, Remember I told you that? That's how I know about him. Because there was... In Chesterton, there was a Kempo Karate, and I swear to God, it was that's what first got me to notice the guy, and then I noticed some Black Belt magazine. Steve O'Neill may have fought Dillman at one point. Oh, he would... He'll throw his chi You ball. no good son of a bitch. He'll Get throw, your chi over here. You want to throw that chi ball at me? <laughs> You throwing that cheap? I'll kill you, you motherfucker! <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right, Bush, you gonna have a good Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, there you heard it. Hi, I'm Guy Fieri, and we're rolling out. Looking for. Now, I've been hearing a lot about a place called Super Duper Weenie in Connecticut. I have friends that live in Connecticut, Alex and Steve. All sentient beings have the Buddha nature within them. Without going into any great detail, I've been a Buddhist since I was a child, since I was a young boy. I started out being around Japanese Buddhists. In my books, you never turn a blowjob down. (laughs) Hold on, now I have to find the fucking song again. God damn it. Hold on. Turning the show off. Don't do it, dude. They need the song, dude. Hit in the end. Is there a single person that listens all the way through? Danish Keep coming back until somebody remembers seeing Richie. Fuck you.